The following content kneels before no one but Zod. Start the show. This is why this this is why I I strongly advise against giving these niggas sugar um before the show. Is this because you're spitballing again? Sir. <laughs> why? That's a great opportunity to remind you all that if you're not on Patreon, you should be. So you too can get that reference. Yes, please join Patreon. Uh patreon.com slash uh opinions while black. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the weak and foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am a man with a mouthful. Oh, pause. We retired pause, remember Oz? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're backsliding. No, you, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's it, it what just happened is still wrong, but <laughs> I am your great value mouthful nigga. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am the fluent one. Okay. Uh, this is again. This is why we don't give these niggas sugar. Um, hot pop tarts for the win. Uh, how's everybody doing? How's how's your mental health? One to ten. Well, I was up from four a.m. to ten thirty last night. Jesus. Um, but I caught a thirty-two inch red drum. Oh yeah. So Fought with that hoe for like 10 minutes. You need a grill to put it on? I see a grill right there. Oh, I already grilled. Oh, man. All right, let me show you this real quick, dog. So I grilled it two different ways, actually. I did a, a dry rub, essentially. On a drum? Hey, bro, let me show you how this shit came out. <laughs> and then I That's... also foil wrapped this. Bitch. Can we get a 1 to 10 from you, sir? Foil wrapped it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, That's... Look, he's at least at a 9. That looks uh, delicious. Yeah, man. Did I not show you this, man? Look what I did. I did that. Very good. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah, so I'm at like an eight. I'm a solid eight. Fair enough. If I win the lottery and give people money, I'd be at a 10. Fair enough. All right. I understand if I won the lottery, like 20 of us just came up today. I like that. I have no problem with that. If I were to ever win the lottery, my answer to each and every one of you is yes. What is what is your mental health one to ten, fluent? <laughs> Whatever the lottery numbers are. All right. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with Bob. You're in for a long pod today, bud. I'm in. For Sounds like, like it. I'm like for nine. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty I was tired. On a boat yesterday. You understand how much joy water and outside brings me? That looks very exciting. Um, I um. What about yourself? Uh, ooh, me mental health. I'm gonna say uh, probably a seven. I've been it, a lot of lot of self reflection, uh, a lot of just introspective shit going on. A lot of reading. I've um, uh, writing. I've not been able to lift the hammer. Uh, so what does the introspection it, process look like for you? Fall fondling. No. Um. Sobriety, um, 
like exercise, um, maybe a little bit of uh, herbal refreshment. Um, just really, uh, it, it, you know what? And, and it, and maybe this is something to work on. Maybe this is something to develop. I really, I really just kind of dig in and go in my little hidey hole. Um, when I have thoughts or when I'm not okay or when I'm not okay, it's hard because it, it, depending on who asks, it's hard. To, it's hard to tell people that you're not okay. Is that because, you know, people are gen- generally asking rhetorically or because you don't want to freak them out with the truth? Um, a little bit of all the above. All the above. And even, like, like women, especially, like, women, I don't want to make this a gender war thing because it's not. Uh, I, just being honest about my experiences, it's it, it that's, that's a hard sell because... A lot of times they don't always believe you. Um, like flowers, like flowers, girl. I didn't vanish. I just, I, I got, I'm, I'm just on a personal journey, and that requires. And I, as it is, I don't leave the house much. I'm all so I'm already coming to grips with the fact that I am washed. You're not washed, and there's nothing wrong with being a hermit. I myself am a hermit. I just, at this point, I just, uh, you know, it's always, you know, oh, man, once I have the infrastructure again, I'll be back outside. But I don't know when that, I don't know when that's going to be. Everything, like, there's, like, there's a plan, but there's also a lot, it's also a lot of playing things by ear. So, it's, instead of just trying to bet the farm on all that, I might as well just admit that I'm washed. And if something changes, something changes. And that's, and in the midst of not being okay, but also not being okay. That's a hard, that's not everybody goes for that. And everybody, and you know, I don't know. And maybe everybody's not supposed to, maybe that's not my business. And I don't want to make this, I I don't want to make this a whole thing because I don't want this to be a fucking downer ass podcast. But uh, there's a lot that goes into introspection and there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts with people and there's a lot of moving parts with making the proper adjustments to be okay with people, with people's responses. Uh, okay. So that's, that's starting to get more towards where I was wanting to see was you say you're doing a lot of introspection. Very much. So. Is it just dwelling within your thoughts and feelings or is it creating a process and a movement based off of what you're collecting about yourself. Because really, it's like, both. you should be, it, like, yeah, you want to feel, but yeah. at the same time, you need to unpack, not limit. unpack, and then and create what those structures are and give yourself some data to analyze. It's both because you want to, you want to move in, because you want to move into healthy outlets. And, you know, when you're not being able to lift the hammer, my writing process is read, write, repeat. So it's a lot of reading right now. Yeah. And when I do things like read or when I do things like exercise and when I do things like build shit in the garage, build, uh, build furniture that we, that I've had collecting dust for months 
that's when that's when the 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 real insightful shit happens. Gotcha. For some reason, building things clears my head, and I come to a lot of epiphanies. You write them down. Sometimes. Go. I do want to push back on the the it's a hard sell thing because I I personally am a dude that like incorporates red flags into my introductions. Okay. Just just so that all the cards are on the table. Like sure. if, you, if you want to get on this ride, you need to know which seats are rickety, what seat belt doesn't work, and what tire needs less pressure on it. Um and I I don't know. I feel like if you are finding yourself in spaces and places with people where you're doing that, not to be menstrual or funny or anything, but literally just to give them data points and information and they immediately move to a a place of writing you off or being somewhat dismissive. First, fuck them. And secondly, good. What was supposed to happen just happened. You know, someone that is no longer supposed to be entertaining you while you're occupying a certain space is no longer entertaining you. There is power in that. Right. Um, So I hope that as you're reflecting and unpacking, hopefully not doing a lot of lamenting, that you're also learning that there is power in, you know, understanding and shaking the tree and being there. You know what I'm saying? Um, My two cents. That's fair. No, no, that's that's. That's what we're here for. That's a, that, you know. Um, and today's pod is going to be up. I'll say, I, I, I want to make it a down. I, I'm not you can't. Make it a downer it's going to be up. That. Shout out to the new listeners. What Just the fuck are y'all doing here after that little drum circle? JJK, are you serious? Uh, what the fuck are y'all doing here after all that? And they're, they're, they're back to talking about anime. Um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. The first times, the last times, the long times. Um, shout to everybody on Instagram. No, <laughs> no, Bro. not the social media. No, no. <laughs> Why did I go there? What am I talking about? SoundCloud. There we go. Shout to everybody on SoundCloud, Google, iHeart, Spotify, <laughs> uh, anywhere quality content is being disseminated. Shout out to everybody on Patreon. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, if it's, if it, if you're listening to this and it's Monday, there will most likely be a new, uh, behind the paywall episode up and available for you for your end of the month enjoyment. Um, uh, a little additional content to help you get through that work week. Um, did I have any special shout outs? No, I did not. I do have people I want to send flowers to. Yes. Um, actually I have two. One, flowers go to Francis Ngannou, um, who just was um, the the MMA guy uh, who fought Tyson Fury yesterday. That nigga was robbed. That nigga was robbed. Fuck the bullshit. He won that fight. He put Fury on his fucking ass. I still can't believe they gave him the decision. I can I'm I, even if it wasn't Francis Ngannou, fam. One, he looked better, and it was on. And it was a marginal decision. He looked better than Wilder against Fury, and Fury was not fighting 
his best fight. I'm I'm hesitant to call that a a good fight that he fought. It was a good. He couldn't have if if he had fought Wilder with that level of effort. He he'd have been on his ass twice in a row. Francis Ngannou looked fantastic, and Tyson Fury just did not look in control. See, even with Wilder, Wilder was clearly visibly the underdog, and Fury had to, and Fury kept control of the fight. I didn't see control from him this time, and that's why he got put on his ass. Francis Ngannou looked amazing, and that's saying a lot because Francis Ngannou is already fucking terrifying. I remember watch. I remember seeing his train. You know, uh, Tyson trained him. Mike Tyson mm-hmm. trained him. Uh, and I remember me and Randall made the joke: How much more frightening does this man need to fucking be? But the most frightening thing about him is the control. I mean, he waited. He waited for. He waited for his moment. He controlled the air, and the first sign of weakness he saw, he put Fury on his fucking ass. Francis Ugano is a fucking athlete. He was robbed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not gonna make another martyr in another uh, industry, buddy. You talking about the the Cinderella Man fighter? Think we're gonna let him win a championship and have everything? Uh, a literal rags to riches story right now? No. Fuck no. Fuck yeah, no. they robbed him. That was fucked. That's fucked up. They robbed him. Last, last, last pseudo poor person we gave a voice started taking knees on fields. Fuck y'all. No. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> no. He, yeah, he, he ate. He ate. And I, I Didn't they him. take a knee for um, Israel? Mm, yeah. I don't know. That that's a that's a global genocide. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a that's feeding a narrative that America wants to feed. Yeah. Mm. Um, talking about niggas. Um, all the other flowers go to Jesus. Nice. Is he the new Daily Show person? He was the guest host this week. Okay. He ate. He He, did. He ate. Go ahead. They need to go ahead and just give him the job. They do. Give him the fucking job because. My front runner is already is is already out of the running. Hassan Minaj was re- was really my top front runner, but um, I, the narrative right now they're not going to let him do it. They're not they're they're not going to let him do it. They're definitely mo- I, the. Honest. It was definitely looking like they were going to go ahead and give it to him, and that's probably a big reason Roy Wood left because he would have been he would have been the other good choice, but. They're not going to do it. Um, I, I, that whole thing about him lying in one of his stand-ups or whatever, which I think is partially silly, and I think the, I, I think maybe the times was a little unfair, although I don't like the way he handled it. Um, but, no, they're, they're, they're looking for someone else. They need to go ahead and give it to Jesus. He was super comfortable. Uh, he fit right in with the day, like – the Daily Show writers effortlessly wrote well for him. Um, they need to go ahead and give it to him. And just because I have said I have now said that they need to go ahead and give it to him and that there are people that are saying they need to give it to him and that he has been very excited about this being a lifelong dream, um, they're going to end up giving him 
the after show podcast that they had for Roy Wood. Um, so I almost feel bad for even saying they need to give it to him because that means now they're not going to. Wait, so is Roy Wood like gone from the show completely now? Roy Wood left. He said he had other shit going on. I would be willing to bet that all the that that behind the scenes they had another front runner and he knew it wasn't him and he went on and told them to fuck off. Would have to. He's better than the he's I he, I liked his little after show podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was better than that. Roy Wood is much better than anybody gives him credit for. Um but yeah, salute to Jesus, man. They need to go ahead and give him that shit. He he's He's earned it at this point. I like that he's in his his solo bag right now. I like that. Um, we see Miro here and there uh, doing New, doing New York shit. Um, but I'm really I'm really invested. I hope I I hope I hope Jesus goes a little higher. Now there's a squad breakup I did not see coming. Man, look, we did. Man, that was a, that was a heartbreaker. We need them in the culture. But when you figure, but when, I mean, when you, when you hear the, when you realize the story of how that, how that ended, I don't feel so bad. Um, Cause one of them did not handle that well. Yeah. Um, And when you, you know, I, I just, you try to take it. I, my feeling is you try to take everybody with you. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Jesus and Meryl broke up basically because their uh, longtime producer, that was basically their day one, Victor. Um, allegedly, he was swinging his dick a little too hard around Showtime Studios and just really putting his foot on people's necks and uh, basically treating people, treating uh, coworkers and employees in an abusive manner. And Jesus and Meryl fell out because they wanted to handle it very differently. Um, Jesus was like, if he's being abusive, he needs to get the fuck on. And Miro was like, I mean, that's our day one. I'm not going to sell him out. Uh, you try to take everybody with you, but you can't always take everybody with you. Or you can, but not everybody wants to go. Yeah. And power corrupts. And... You know, they 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 picked a nigga like them that hadn't been nowhere. And sometimes niggas who ain't been nowhere act like they ain't been nowhere. I act like I've always been there. Like that unnoticed piece of paper that's balled up in the corner. You get it, Dorothy. I'll say. Is that what you tell them in the cloud room? Speak up, man, tooth. What? Huh? Humans ain't... <laughs> Wait, hold on. I still got some flowers. Okay, go ahead. Are. Yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, I wanted to, to give some flowers to Tay Powers and the Emergent Company. They just opened up this multi-purpose artist collective Nexus Lounge on Friday. Um, a bar. Okay. Speakeasy. Okay. DJ setup integrated into multiple rooms. Okay. Multiple rooms meaning art installations with photography and other art and three-dimensional mm. art and sculptures, etc. as well as a podcast recording room. Hey. 
Um, yeah. Like, hit hit that with the air horns. <laughs> that's something that's happening here in Houston. Yes. Okay. And it is basically kind of geared towards, you know, when you are in the artist type community and you just want to hang out. Think of like like I mean literally like a country club. Uh huh. Except yeah. for artists. I like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, can you just go in? Like, you pay your entry or you go for the day or you're there. Can you just like? Yeah. I want to pod today. Yeah, like me and my niggas are here. So, uh, pod today. So I think they're doing like hour lease for the for the studio okay. rental at the moment, and I like then that. I like that. Um, there'll be other things in the future as as things come by. So I don't mm. want I don't want to give details of what their business plan is, but yeah, I think yeah, you should I'm definitely sure. check yeah. them out. Studio yeah. space and a bar put together. I like that. I was gonna yeah. say pricing on the hourly man, like that's 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 a. Uh, <laughs> Almost unfairly in, monopolizing a market in in, in the loop. Uh, yeah, it's in uh, uh, Edo. Okay, okay, okay yeah. yeah, I like that. Very good. Hit them with the air horns again. Yeah. I too have flowers. Go for it. Uh, nothing major, but if you woke up today and you can hear the sound of our voices, these are for you. All right, okay. Air horns, air horns, please. <laughs> It's giving me a look at the space. That's dope, bro. That is a very, that's very, very nice. I could get a lot of writing done in there. Yeah, man. Yes. So that's the other thing is like, it's one of those places like you could literally just go kick back, listen to some music, have a different kind of a vibe and, yeah. you know, write or do other things and know that you in the space of like other creatives. You all listening can't see what we can see, but like I'm highly endorsing the spot now. Like very it looks nice. very nice. Very nice. Um, Going into humans ain't shit. Um, so I'm not gonna. So originally, Euphonic came to me earlier in the week with a certain list. Which that, one? That that a certain list concerning first dates that has since made local news. That has really? that has made that has been been argued about on the View, that has been discussed by Jesus on the Daily Show. Um, it was on national news too. It has been on national news. Like, I think CNN had it. Are you serious? <laughs> like when I said this, it was I said it as a joke. No, <laughs> I thought it was so <laughs> random that I even saw that shit. I thought you knew. No, no, you know what? I'm, not, I'm so, under a rock, bro. Well, I thought that's where it because because it it's it's every it's literally everywhere. Well, and this is and this is really the most I'm going to talk about it going into my humans ain't shit lesson for the week. Wow. Um, it has been responded to, and by the way, I just want to put this out there for the sake of um, uh, negating misinformation. Women did not put that together. A nigga put that together. So right there, I'm the credibility is already questionable. So I think it's a great conversation starter. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's the stupidest, stupidest discussion I've ever heard on oh, the internet. It's, it's so simple. It's though. dumb. It's that's simple. why it's dumb. It doesn't have to be complex. It's so simple. 
Not everyone is going to want to go anywhere. You know what the answer? You know what the answer to all these stupid and this and I did, I didn't want to go this far with it because I I told him and I'm tell, <laughs> and I'm this is really kind of more of a meeting announcement, but I'm saying it in general. I refuse to become that podcast. I refuse. I I this podcast is for the purposes of not being that podcast i do i'm not and we and we've talked about similar things um in years past i refuse to be a podcast that centers around gender war bullshit well so can i can i because it is gender war internet bullshit can i segue and pivot then okay so taking us back to the patreon once again if you're not on patreon you should consider it because then you'll understand this reference i mean we talk about our own experiences on patreon yes so could could it could it, to Fluid's point, be considered just a simple conversation piece? Just no, because as if if you y'all fancy, haven't been on y'all haven't been on the past two weeks. No, it okay. can't. Right. No. I mean, it was with me. And no. then two. No, and it then can't. two. You, you got to understand where this all like blew up from. Has anyone checked on that young lady? Because I'd be under no, the deepest darkest because hole for the right last now. because for the because of what I said in the shut the fuck ups last week. Fuck her. Um. <laughs> No, but no, for real. Fuck like, her. Imagine no. putting something together that highlights such what I the fuckery that. that like they're talking about it on national news. Like you did that. Like you you would it would be like it would, it would be like realizing that Superhead had a son that was in public school right when the book came out. Like Let me head you him. off at the past because I feel like we've already spent too much time. <laughs> Cause that woman dishonored her family in the Shaolin Temple, as far as I'm concerned. Um uh-huh. Let me let me the thing that I took from that list and the argue and the stupid ass dumbass argument around it is you are allowed to have standards. Have whatever standards you want. You are allowed to want anything you want in this life. And people have to deal with it. However, how you treat people that don't quote unquote meet your standards says everything to them and to the world about your character, about what you stand for, and who you are at your core. Everything. Want whatever you want. But how you treat people in the service of getting what you want may or may not make you a piece of shit. All I'm saying, that is all I'm saying. And I have watched people be very, very ugly about their standards. I don't give a fuck that you're bougie. Maybe you like Nobu. I've never been, probably will never go. I get it. You liked, Maybe you like Turkey Leg Hut. I've never been and probably will never go. But don't be mad at me because I like Cheesecake Factory. That's my fucking business. And as long as I'm not trying to drag you with me, you just have to shut the fuck up and deal with it. What two people consider a date is what two people, consenting adults, consider a date. So if they want to sit in the parking lot and eat Popeyes, you just have to shut the fuck up and eat your Nobu. I definitely had one of my best dates in a parking lot. All I'm saying is... It was was ice cream. Jack in the box. My main point is... Standards can be standards. That's fine. But learn to treat people with a little more dignity and a little and a little more grace 
I do think that's, and I know you're trying to get off this. Just topic. mind your fucking business. And that's cool. I do think that's why Fluin and I talk about it, though, because it allows us to find out who those heartless individuals are. Oh, no, I had a different point altogether. Oh, well, like, because, like, if I'm like Oz and I like Cheesecake Factory and you dismiss me because I like Cheesecake Factory, well, now I know. That's it. I'm not going to be rude about it, but now I know. I just, just, but then even then, all the, see, again, y'all didn't see all the back and forth bullshit. Even then, the solution is just don't date that person anymore. As a matter of fact, the dude with Cheesecake Factory Girl was nicer than I was about it because he took her home. I'd have called her an Uber and possibly waited with her. Maybe. You would have waited. You're such a gentleman. No, not her. You can't you can't talk you can't talk to me like that. You can't be an hour late to the reservations I made and then talk down to me in my whip and and tell me that because you got you went and got your finest rainbow dress out of out of the drawer that someone who looks like this is better than this or whatever the fuck she said. Um, you can take your rainbow dress ass on home. I just took a home. That's if we left. I'd have called her Uber. Um, all I'm saying is have your standards, but tr- in the in the process of having your standards, try not to be a piece of shit. Try. That's my only complaint about this whole thing was that the elitism and the classism and the looking down your nose at other people for where they want to fucking eat. It's too many. It's too, it was too many of you niggas online that I've seen in the Whataburger drive through trying to convince me, uh, that you're too good for cheesecake factory. Eat a dick. Um, song of the week. Song of the fucking week. We about to go into a cold front. It's going to rain tomorrow on Tuesday. You best believe he's about to give you some of the best pregnancy music you've ever heard. Uh, Actually, we're going to go hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you will not do me like this two weeks in a row, sir. I can't prepare uh, it today. Damn it. Uh, some hoping to catch him sleeping. The Oxcord King has spoken. I was and hoping some, to catch him sleeping. The, the hit flute with the air horns. Oxcord King. I like that. <laughs> That is the name of this episode, Oxcord King. I like that. Um, this is uh, this is Red Veil with morphine. Um, not very long. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're gonna have a good podcast, and we're gonna be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Open in the ways, the love was within. More keys open in the ways. Tries to the 
blaze on my shitty old ways. It's that so tight, but it hit different on the page. Just I own that. It's gonna hit different on the stage. Got my own back. Learning never trip on no dismay. Cause my dome raps ain't different than display. Mm. Picking up the pace. Got me living on display. This pen and need for capital to live into a race. I erase all these shackles in my dangers and escape. Look, I said, please don't weigh me down. Getting through these waters with my other hand. I said, you can't weigh me down. I can get this dream off if my mother can. I said, please don't weigh me down. Getting through these waters with my other hand. I said, you can't weigh me down. I can get this dream off if my mother can. And that was Morphine by Red Veil. Did this Some good old fashioned backpack rap. Just no verse, uh, no no chorus, no hook. Just rapping. See what he did there, Fluent, right? Played that Brooklyn pregnancy music. Get the fuck out of my face. That's that. That's that's a song in Love Jones. I'm pretty sure some it's bone not, it was happening. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> pretty sure some bone it happened, right? Nobody's. First of all, ain't nobody boning the red veil. Yeah, okay. With some uh, Tim's on. Yeah, man. No <laughs> socks. Tim's no socks. See. No one's banging to that. All right. This, this, I know he's more creative than that. Hey. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you like that or anything else you hear on this podcast, um, the Opinions While Black featured music playlist is available for you on Spotify, uh, Apple, and I want to say uh, Tidal. Um, uh, but the I, I, fair warning, the Apple and Tidal playlists are curated by fans. So uh, I don't have I don't have Tidal. I will probably never have Tidal. <laughs> so I don't update those. They update those. I update the Spotify one. So updated every week. Not gonna lie ideally. To you. you know what's an awesome challenge for the listeners? I dare any of them to go to the Spotify playlist. And comprise a playlist of fifteen songs that are not pregnancy music. It it can be done. It can be done. I question that. It can be done. There's okay, enough. cool. There's cool. twelve hours, maybe thirteen. When they hours give us of the music. playlist, when they give us the playlist, I promise you on this podcast, I can unpack how every one of the songs they give us are still pregnancy music. <laughs> that's because <laughs> that's because you're a fucking pervert. That's whoa, why. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's no, why. Sir. Because you would be that, that no, because sir. you are a nasty minded no, nigger. Sir. No, see, those no, are two sir. different things. Thank you, thank you. Fair enough, but you, he knows what the fuck I'm saying. No. He is a I am experienced a sage. I'm a creative. That's creative. All. I'm a creative. Yeah, That's all right. A connoisseur of experience. One has a cloud room. One is big. I'm just a creative. That's all. Stop it. Is. it. Stop it. You it have is. to stop telling people that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You, you, it is imperative. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, no. My God. Um. Oh, no. Sadly, we have. <laughs> in the rundown to start off the rundown sadly we have an RIP um that 
I is heartbreak personally heartbreaking. Um, Richard Roundtree um, passed at the age of eighty one this this week. Um, I'd play the Shaft music if spot if I wasn't convinced Spotify would kick me off for it. Um, he was Shaft, y'all. Like I mean, he's done things other than Shaft, but he was Shaft. Like. And maybe that's only big to me. I had like as somebody who has the original novel that Shaft is based on, very hard to find. As somebody who idolizes Gordon Parks, the incomparable Gordon Parks, Shaft was pivotal to me and life changing to me. Um. Shaft was the first kind of, for me, kind of non-comic book, non-superhero, superhero. Shaft, it wasn't just because he was a badass and he whooped your ass and he had that big gun. He talked crazy to everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. Shaft talked stupid to everybody. Shaft talked stupid to the cops. Shaft talked stupid to the bad guys. Shaft talked stupid to the gangs. He's talked stupid to white people. Fam. At a time where that was definitely not cool. And I was going to say at a time when that was, that was not something that everybody could, could pull off. Gordon Parks, and, and it even speaks to the genius of Gordon Parks um, for how he immortalized that character. You cannot hear the Isaac Hayes music without seeing that afro in your head, without seeing that big coat and that that iconic scene where he you know, swings in the window with the pistol and all that shit. Shaft was man, and and I'm I'm just I'm gushing because it's just crazy. Shaft is actually a character in um, the comic that I am developing. Um, and you know, the work that other people have done with, especially the comic book, shout out to David Walker, um, did a great job with that. Uh, That's just an immortal character to me. And I just, yeah, Sam Jackson was cool and all that, but Richard Roundtree is just forever encompassed, forever crystallized in black culture. As John Shaft, he is for us what uh, Mark Hamill is for the role of Luke Skywalker. Very much so, absolutely. I, I, I uh, go ahead. Going, son. That is that is real spit. Um, so uh, as a matter of fact, uh, hit hit Richard Roundtree with the air horns, man. <laughs> Can I say enough great things about Richard Roundtree? Um. And even then, when you when you saw him in other things, very talented actor. Very talented actor. Yes. As a matter of fact, I, the last time I saw him was uh, in this uh, Ava Ava produced show, Cherish the Day, and he was the every, every season. I think I, they've only done like two seasons at this point, but I think the theme is going to be that every season, even though it's a different story, Cherish the Day for because uh, I, I know the guys don't know this. Um, it's a, uh, what is it? TV. It's own. There it is. It's own. Uh, Ava produced and wrote some of it, but basically it's a se- each season 
um, is a day in the life of a, like a couple meeting and falling in love, and each episode is a day in that progression. Okay. And it's almost and it's an anthology, almost like American Horror Story. Okay. And from what I can tell, each season they have had a matriarch um, that was kind of this, one of the centerpieces for how the couple falls in love and all that shit. Last, the first season, I think it was like, ooh, I think maybe it was like, no, it wasn't Ruby. No, it was, oh, I, I can't think of who it was. Maybe it was Cicely Tyson. I, I, it was, it was, it, it was one of the, it was one of them that was, uh, that was in uh, the family reunion or whatever. Uh, but, and the second season was Richard Roundtree and Richard Round and it was, it, it was the, the girl's father who was going through dementia, the early stages of dementia. And they were trying to get him to move or they were trying to move into, move him into a facility or something like that. And he just really had a good performance and the guy and the, the guy love interest was, you know, trying to, was trying to calm him down and, she would he would help her go look for him and all that shit. Amazing season. Um and amazing performance from Richard Roundtree. And I, I just love that he moved into that patriarchal role, that 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 big dog old, you know, grandpa kind of role so effortlessly. When I know, I will always know him as Shaft. And if I don't know him as Shaft, I'll know him as like, even in the Sam Jackson movie, I liked him as just OG Shaft. Um, yeah, I, I could go on forever. I, I, I can't say enough good things about Richard Roundtree and the impact that he had on me creatively and just, and just as an artist and everything. Because it all just, it'll go back to Gordon Parks and I could do a whole podcast about my love for Gordon Parks. Uh, so once again, air horns. Uh, on to well, odder news. Not really odd, but we have a Jonathan Majors update. Um, <laughs> well, if you were, if you've been watching Loki season two, then you'll see that there is a direct correlation. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Episode three. Where Jonathan Majors plays uh, Victor, Victor Timely, and the news that Oz is about to report on. So, <laughs> um, our variant of He Who Remains. Um, so it was a, it was a kind of a weird week because the week when the week started off, and, I'm, and again, all the developments always happen right after we wrap up a pod. Um. It was announced that Jonathan Majors, or that the DA, the NYPD, would be taking uh, his uh, accuser into custody for attacking him, uh, which is wild. And I that had to have been a conversation that went on between um, his legal team and the DA. Well, that was one of the things, like, when we talked about this when it first was storied, mm-hmm. um, and we were tracking through that, you know, there was mm-hmm. there was the letter that the lawyer had put out saying that they would be, evidence would be presented that, that there would be, be proof. There would be proof. Uh, and if I remember at the time, 
what we had said was, hey, listen to the accuser, give space for that, and let the time and see what happens and unfolds. So, what else is unfolding? I think they made the, and I think the legal team, because the legal team wasted no time getting in front of it, and they were like, well, we told y'all, we told y'all, we would show the NYPD and the DA our evidence, and that our evidence uh, would be uh, above reproach, and they did a little victory lap for a couple of days. And then by the end of the week, um, the DA and the NYPD sounded a little conflicted. Oh. Because now I don't, I have to look at it again. I don't, I don't know if she has been brought in officially for questioning, but that was the plan, but they did not, they decided not to charge her. Um, and I, 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 again, I don't have the statement in front of me, um, and I'm not going to spend, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, so I'm not going to go look for it, but the, the long and short of the explanation was we don't want to charge a potential victim because that would be traumatic for said victim. But if you charge her and if it turns out to be true, Jonathan Majors was a victim. And this has been traumatic. And this has been traumatic, and he has been losing work. Um, uh, I do see where there was a project that Disney had had him on that they just scrapped or canceled. Now, I don't, now, there's been no statement, and we have nothing to prove whether or not that is connected to Jonathan Majors in particular, because these companies do scrap projects pretty liberally, especially now with the strike and with the recession. I was about to say, as a person who follows a lot of leak culture, um, not to make myself any kind of a scooper, sure, uh, Disney has already scrapped ten projects just across their like pantheon of ownership. So I don't think it's directed to anything that. That's what I figured. Uh, it's more so about them kind of cutting back on where they're putting out a lot of money because to the point that we were making once again on Patreon, uh-huh. um, some of their projects have not done as well fiscally and right. they were really expensive to make so so that they don't end up like their competitor in Warner Brothers. They're trying to get ahead of that hemorrhaging. Well, and 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 you see with like, again, I, I, have, to, I have to at least point back to a, at least a contributing factor being the strike. Because then you have a project coming, you you have you have SAG affiliated actors that can't promote it in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean the Marvels is going to get hit by that so hard, right? Because their actors still can't promote it, and even from with Halloween right now, like one of the things I didn't realize as part of the strike was that uh, SAG uh, holders are not allowed to. Um, dress up as any character. Nope. Really? They have to do completely ambiguous costumes. You cannot do anything that could be associated with the character because it's a violation according to their their union. Because then there's hype that, oh, they're going to play that character. Or there's hype that, oh, uh, they should be be going for that role. Or, you know, they they can't do anything that's going to bring attention to a studio. So now the one percent doing is fucking a thing. Up Halloween for people. Yeah. Correct. Man, what? Why? Why are y'all becoming super villains? Pay man? those people. 
Pay these people. Pay those people. Please God pay damn. those people. Pay these people. Um, and so like and so like we see like with Blue Beetle, there was no promotion. And Blue Beetle, as it turned out, from what I've understand, the people that actually watched Blue Beetle it was low-key a surprisingly good show. It movie. turned out to be a good movie that did no numbers because nobody because it, it, there was no promotion and nobody really knew it was coming out yeah. until like a couple of weeks. If 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 things were in full swing like they usually are, these movies would be doing. Much they would have been promoting the fuck out of Blue yeah. Beetle, and that and that kid that that kid from uh from Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai. I feel bad for him because that because that's a really good vehicle <laughs> yeah. for him. Well, so like let me take that back because James Gunn is actually kind of he's already stated that he's going to hold on to that character Jaime Reyes. Okay, with that actor. Oh, but, good. Okay. Yeah, but. Like, to have that level of ambiguity and anxiety behind your career and you know you delivered a good performance still sucks. That has to suck. That sucks. That has to suck. And it's not. And it's kind of one of those things where, I mean, yeah, it's the 1%'s fault. But in the grand scheme, like, you just, it came at a bad time. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. And, um, but yeah, but yeah, it's a worthwhile. And hopefully it's one of those movies cuz I, I and and hopefully this is a thing that becomes more of a thing now in the era of streaming that people will see something streamed well and reconsider how they feel and about it. Well, that's what happened with Dune. Really? Dune came out at the tail end of the pandemic and people had not come back out to theaters. Oh, yet. yeah, that's right. And they actually kept pushing Same the day. release back for months because of the pandemic. Well, when they ended up um, doing was they went to stream on HBO Max mm-hmm. at the same time as they when were doing it dropped that. in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the stream numbers were so good yeah. that they went ahead and they gave uh, Denis Villeneuve um, uh, the, the go-ahead to do Dune Part 2 right. based off of the streaming numbers mm-hmm. and not based off of uh, yeah. the actual box office. Because I think it only did like 130 at the box office. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that because they didn't really fire Ezra Miller until The Flash dropped on streaming and still sucked. Right. And, then, and, and, and the other thing, yeah, people were just not ready to go back to the movies at that time. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, and, and that's true. And he's on his way. I think that I think they're gearing up for him to do uh, Blade Runner, you know, twenty five ninety or whatever. Who? Uh, uh, Denny. Oh, really? Uh, Denny? Yeah, they're uh, he's he's gonna he's doing another Blade Runner. I'm pretty sure. Um, which I I think is great because I feel like the that that sequel he did was very underrated. I I was not I was not hype about it about a Blade Runner sequel. I want Dave Bautista back. Oh boy, that 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 comment considered, I have a question. Okay, how do we feel about Timothy Chalamet as like a character with any sort of of aggression behind him? So okay, in I terms th- of Dune, I think in no, part two is going to we'll test that. Yeah, I think part two will test what it looks like for him to actually have aggression and to does so, it look does it look corny yeah. or does it look believable? Because like, like talk, what I, no, go, no, no, go no, ahead, go ahead. Because like I want I want to take you back to, and, and I know and I'm bringing this guy up because I know that he hates this actor, but you can't deny what I'm about to say about this actor. Are we about to have a Mark Wahlberg we conversation? About to have a Mark Wahlberg conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus if you, Christ. But but 
But if you take Mark Wahlberg from The Big Hit and take Mark Wahlberg from Contraband, those are two different actors. I'm and he sorry. knows I hated Contraband. It doesn't matter. Both movies were stupid. Both yeah. movies were terrible. But both movies involve a different actor as the lead. And that's my point. Like, does he have... Can he carry... Any kind of believability once we forget all the so, like silly fluffy shit he's done. Here's my okay. So here's the thing with Timothy Chalamet, and this is my and we've talked about this very briefly on Patreon, I think. But the idea, the concept of what we in our generation consider to be the leading man is evolving. For us, a leading man is a guy like. Like and 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 the lead in our version of the leading man is dying out, and I know this because Equalizer Three did no numbers, and the idea of the old of the old man leading man coming back to kick ass is kind of dying out because you had Expendables. What was it? Expendables Four. Yeah. Also did no numbers. Okay, keep in mind. And so, and let let me land. And. I think now, with some exceptions, there are of course exceptions. Tom Cruise, I'd refer to him maybe not literally as the last leading man, but he is the last American leading man. Not literally, because there are a couple others still out there. But you can put Tom Cruise in anything, and you want to aggressive, romantic. He's a he's a he's the old school version of what we consider to be a manly man. That he comes from that era of Harrison Ford, Sylvester Stallone, that kind of shit. And you can put him in anything, and we want and we want to watch him. You can say what you want about Will Smith. You can put Will Smith in any fucking thing, and we'll it we will at least entertain it. We will watch it. I don't know that about Timothy Chalamet, but uh, but I'm not the target audience. Well, no, no. Timothy Chalamet is a leading man for his generation. So that 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 in mind, I, I will give you someone like Dylan O'Brien, who is still in Maze the, Runner guy, still in the same ballpark okay. as Tim, Timothy Chalamet, and again does it much better than I anticipate Chalamet will. Like, yeah, he's gonna Maze, be he's gonna be Colin Farrell for a while. The Maze Runners were goofy, but you cannot deny American Assassin. Yeah, yeah. I, Start that, to uh, we we enjoyed that, but I still say just for the numbers it did and didn't do, he's gonna be Colin Farrell in that he's gonna have to be in a lot of bullshit and then he's gonna and then he's gonna he's gonna prosper. It took Colin Farrell come on now. Come on now. No, we have different. We have different. Views it took on him Colin a while Farrell's to get filmography, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying that the 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 shit he was in that did no numbers for a long time. Some of those he had to have. be in some bullshit. He some had to be in some bullshit to get out there. Ben Affleck spent a lot. Spent a long time in some bullshit. That's because Ben Affleck started out as a writer before he was director. Also true. What I'm saying is but, yeah, Timothy I Chalamet. I, I like him in Dune. I like I like him in Dune, and I like where they're going with him. Um, Just being familiar with the source material, he's not our leading man, but we're not the target audience anymore. A lot of things that we're gonna see in the next few years, just given our demographic and age range, is gonna come down to us not being the target audience anymore. And that's why I say that all the time on social media because I want to manage my fellow 
uh, elder millennials' expectations. We're not the target audience anymore. They're not talking to. They're not talking to us. So we just kind of have to get our minds around them being them be these this this new group being that for these younger kids. Although I I'm, I mean the exception being probably Zendaya, but I I like Zendaya, so I, I, I'm I'm fine with that, but. Timothy Chalamet, because the, the young girlies love Timothy Chalamet. They love him like they love, um, you know, uh, what's the kid's name? Zane, Zane, and Zane. Um, One Direction. I, I Yeah, that's One Direction. I As far as I'm concerned, they're all named Zane. Um, but, yeah, that to answer your question, I just I feel like we're just going to have to get used to what a – what a tough guy looks like to these kids. You know what? And I, I can even, I can even land my own plane. What I was thinking about as I was talking to my dad, uh, earlier in the week, I was watching, y'all remember predator? Of course. You remember yes. how predator opens up? I know it by heart. Yes, man. I don't, it's not that I even want this generation to have that scene. I'm just curious. What does that scene look like for them? Oh, you talking about what Arnold getting off the plane? No, no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm I'm talking about when they when they finally agree. With the cigar son, in his mouth, son of a bitch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the big muscles and all that shit. What that, is that version of that, bro? That's o- that's over, dog. That's over. And at, at at best, I won't say it's over, but at best, you're gonna get motherfuckers like uh, Michael B. Jordan, and now probably yeah, Jonathan Majors. I don't think we're gonna see their little their little buddy buddy situation much anymore but um yeah you're gonna see like the creed movies um you're gonna see the marvel movies um you're gonna see chris evans be chris evans is right on the, now chris evans is married a few years from now they're gonna be making silver fox comments about chris evans when he starts letting that beard grow out he's gonna be like brad pitt except not problematic Yo, even, Brad Pitt was but, Brad Pitt, and then he got problematic. But no, but like even that, like what is their version of Clooney and Pitt? Like, it, okay, no, no big muscles, it's, right? It's no, be, no big muscles. Shit, like, it's becoming a what? Um, for them, probably. Let's see, Clooney and Brad Pitt. That was kind of that for what, us. Like super suave brain food. Like who's, Man, who's that for them? Um, uh, um, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. No. And who? No. Oh. no one is attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch. Him and. These are collaborative questions. Chris Evans. Him and who? Hems, the Hemsworths. In what? There's like two ge- There's like two or three generations of Hemsworth now. Yeah, and only one of them counts. In- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. I, y'all don't see it. I choked on my fucking water. You are an asshole. That is great. Holy shit. Name the third one's first name. Let's see. There's Chris, there's Liam, and there's Westworld Hemsworth. <laughs> the yeah. one that was in Westworld. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's in some up. shit. He's in, he's, you still don't know his first name. That's my point. <laughs> but, I like, what, what, is, what is that for them? Like, I, I feel like, I feel like, when I, man. Did you watch Westworld? Of course. Yeah. He was the security guy. No. Yeah. The secu- remember the the yeah he was the security guy you who turned out to be a robot. See how hard that's a he's thinking. Yeah, that's see? a Hemsworth. Y'all couldn't see how hard that's he was thinking. That's the fat Hemsworth. To see who the fuck this person is. That's what they called no. him. That's what they called him. The fat Hemsworth. No. Yeah. 
not even a derail us no. like this, but like seriously, like when I think about when I think about my childhood and I think about movies, I think about all the collaborative spaces that have come from the shit that I watched. And when I, man, action movies for better or worse, birth a lot of where my collaborative efforts come from. And I, I divert back to that handshake like that. The, the, the fraternity. We grew up on the handshake, yeah, man. We grew up on the tough guy shit. Even, but have lived long enough to see the, ev- like literally Gosling. the change, the change from Gilgamesh yeah, to Odysseus, get, right? But even Gosling's getting old. Is he? The, yeah. cha- the change from. He's Ar- younger. Gosling's like 40 something. Yep. Yeah, he's up there, bro. He's absolutely 40-something. Damn it, I thought I was older than him. No. No, hell no. no. Hell no. Gosling's 40-something. He's fucking Eva Mendes, who is also 40-something. But, so, like, even if we're talking about the Odyssean characters, again, you're going back to the idea, man, fuck, Tarantino and fucking Clooney. Like, who are are these people for for this generation, dude? Michael Fassbender. And who? Stop saying and. I'm giving you multiple. I was going to say, the Avengers no. is full of them. Like, the Marvel Universe is full of them. I guarantee it. Like, yeah, all the, all the, all them Avengers that have gone away that we miss, that people are saying bring, the, bring back uh, Downey and all. Those are still our people, though. Chris and, Evans you know, ain't. And, and, and to that credit. Chris Evans credit, probably ain't. Uh, Hemsworth is still young. Hemsworth is already talking about Alzheimer's. Stop. No, Chris. No, no. I know. I'm just I was gonna say Hemsworth because Hemsworth is going. He's on that. Zach Efron. Zach Efron ain't forty. All right. Well, and, and Efron, I'm not gonna say age, but we're talking about for when we were younger, and we're talking about where where Brad Pitt was or where Tom Cruise were, right? Then. Some of those same type characters, those actors, are mm-hmm. really being fulfilled by the ones who are in their forties right now. No, yeah, you guys, that's okay. true. You I'm know what I'm saying? Like, Actually, I'm realizing Chris Pine. You guys are both like missing that. the premise of my question, though. Like, it's not about where those actors are in their in their career. I'm saying, as an audience member watching, that's what I'm saying. Who do these of these younger audience members have? that have iconic roles featuring a collaborative space with. So when you give me one actor, you're not creating the collaborative space. Even in Top Gun, Tom Cruise had Val Kilmer. So you say Fassbender, Fassbender, and who? Yeah, but even then, it... it, 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 it maybe, the, the creative maybe, space, it maybe transcends. Bozeman, maybe Bozeman and, and uh, what you call it from Black Panther. I was just about I was just about to that point. I was just about to say Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. I think that counts because we because we've gotten to a point where it transcends just who we see on the screen. screen. Okay. Yeah, the production. Team Ryan becomes, Coogler okay. made Michael B. Jordan a star. Period. Period. He made Michael B. Jordan a star in the okay. same way that okay. Michael Bay. Made Nicolas Cage an action star. Mm, from what? The Rock. Oh. Michael Bay says that all the time. I made Nicolas Cage an action star. Uh, Nicolas Cage is Nicolas be Cage was because Nicolas Cage was doing goofy shit like uh, the va- that vampire movie and Leaving Las Vegas and shit like that. He was doing goofy, not necessarily artsy, but like David Lynch type shit. I think Cage was Cage that he would have done. 
regardless. But yes, eventually. To your point, then I'll I'll actually throw in um, Keanu and Chad, the director of the Wolf movies. Um, I but, I'll go I'll that, go with that. But I wasn't. You're right. I wasn't considering how involved the artist is in the process now, and especially now that Michael like, B. Jordan is a director yeah. himself. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um, what else we got? Uh, okay. Now, this I don't want to spend too much time on. Uh, so, Dwight Howard. Actually, oh, no. no. Let me get the good news out of the way first. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, I, just a random. I, I don't do these little uh, casting announcements uh, as much as I used to with Randall. Questlove, it, it, it was announced that Questlove is going to be directing a kind of hybrid CGI live action uh, version of the Aristocats that ought to be lit. What? That ought to be lit. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm, lit. I'm, I'm with it. Amir Thompson is proving himself to be kind of a Renaissance man artist. The last time they tried that, was a cats, live though, action right? 3D. It was cats of Aristocats. Now I was just about to make that joke that I am nervous that. I don't want to They're going to go the way of Cats because Cats was creepy. As yeah, fuck. but the, the, the musical Cats is creepy and is weird as fuck. No, but the, well, yeah. the movie musical was worse. Like, if I see this, dog, I'm not with you. No. And I don't think that's going to – and I don't think – and, again, I don't know. I have, You know, we, we don't have a trailer. We get one Jellicle joke and I'm out, bro. <laughs> you not feeling Jellicle? Nah. I don't think Disney's headed that way, and I don't think Questlove is headed that way. Um, and just remembering what little I remember of how music centered cats is a different animal. Cats is a different, it's a different from Aristocats. Yes. It's a different entity. The Aristocats was amazing. I, 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 I have not rewatched it in a few years, but I would be very interested to see where that goes. Aristocats is the cartoon version of a musical. That's why I'm nervous. I, and I, I, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think you're comfortable because the music is different, and it's music you're more, you're probably more, um, that's more beloved by you. And they're not saying Jellicle, you know. Yeah, 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 but that's true. All, all I can picture is like them casting Edris in anything in that movie, and I'm no. gonna see his Jellicle ass from Cats. I don't, I don't. Yeah. The first shimmy, the first odd hip movement that's supposed to signify <laughs> a tail wag, like. Lost me. I'm gone. I'm gone. Idris, Idris has a miniature version of The Rock's ego, but I don't think he's going to circle back around to that. Good. I don't care if they took the dude um, from, from the Magic Johnson story. I'm telling oh boy. you, one love, shoulder shimmy and I'm done. I love what my people send to me. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I'm personally excited about that. Um, Dwight Howard. Okay, y'all. You know, see, this, what the fuck are y'all doing? Kind of shit he shows me when we're trying to do business. I just want you to know that, okay? I don't want to know. It just says let's start the holiday. And I, I too would okay. like to start the holidays. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not even going to try to explore that. <laughs> Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, guys. Um, so Dwight Howard has gotten caught up in a little uh, sexual scandal, which I. I have multiple feelings about it, which is it. Uh, Did he cheat on his wife? No. Well, then why does it matter? He's, he's, well, he's fucking, a, well, he was fucking a guy. 
he called a guy over for some, I don't know, whatever they do. Not my business. Um, apparently, he called another guy that the first guy was unaware he was calling over. And they were going to have some fun with the guy that did not sign up to be with two guys. Oh. And allegedly, this is all allegedly. And now he is. He was going into a group situation? What? Did, did the third guy know he was coming yes. into a group situation? Yes. Supposedly. And now the guy is um, accusing him of. Uh, possible sexual assault. Got it. Here's my thing. And this is why I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Dwight Howard, because, and, and sexual assault is one thing. If there's, if it's true that there was sexual assault in play, yes, this needs to be unpacked. And yes, he needs to sit down. Yeah. no, no debates about that. Does anybody does anybody disagree with that in any way? No. Look, okay. You you know the history of uh, my my viewpoints on that subject. Right. Okay. So I just want to know why I play Vince Carmani with your butt. I I hate that I'm bringing the mic closer to you, but. I, I just want to know why play three card Monty with your butt. If you already have a third dude that knows a second dude is there, make sure the second dude is okay with the third dude being there, and you wouldn't be in this situation. Look, we live in a world where Tracy Morgan told us he makes his wife shit on a glass table while he watches and jacks off. He said that. What you don't you look? This I know we pay attention to different shit. All right, so <laughs> clearly I am not in the position. The fact that I even have that information in my brain cage means I can't be uncomfortable with what people do behind their closed doors. However, because there's a woman married to a man that will shit on a glass table while he beats off for his pleasure, lets me know you can find a number two that's okay with the number three, especially if the number three is okay with the number two. We only care because they're rich, and that's why we shouldn't spend too much time on it. I, I, I agree with that part. Stupid conversation to have. It is. My only... Communicate. Yeah. And don't touch people that don't want to be touched. My only, uh, my only issue with this, aside from sexual assault, like I said, if that's true, he needs to sit down. However, that's not really the... Like, and again, this just goes back to... Sports, uh, sports news and the sports news cycle being a nat being nasty work because Stephen A. Caught wind of this. Well, of course he did, um, but we're gonna save that for later. Um, but because the media is the way the media is covering it, mostly the sports news cycle is nasty work. I, I want to pull this up as an example. I want to find I, there, there was an interview. I don't know who this podcaster is, and I don't know why um, Dwight Howard gave this nigga the time of day. But I just want to show you, and what I'll be talking about with kind of man, the, the, the aura of Manosphere podcasting being nasty work and how they unpack these issues and why I think it's so important to not be that podcast. Um. This is a prime example. Let me see. I think this is it. Uh, let me cue this up for y'all. Uh, let me see. Cue it up here. And yeah, 
uh, yeah, host and producer does a lot. But they say this is the safest time. Are you gay, bro? Is this what you want to talk about? No, I don't want to talk about that, so bro. Then why are we talking about? Because it? you went viral off of that, bro. I've so been thing... viral for a lot of things, and, and I want to talk about that too. And what my what I do? Stop. No, you don't. Um, they don't have headphones on, which they should. But um, it, 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 pushing this man about this topic when he says, "Is that really what you want to talk about?" Yeah, because because you went viral off of it. I go viral off of a lot of things. He's a celebrity. He's gonna go. He's gonna go viral off of a lot of things. He also went viral, um, um, uh, putting making his son cry on the fucking treadmill. Wait, but we're but we're wait. not but we're not discussing that. Uh, he 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 was filming his making his son um, more manosphere bullshit. But he was making his son work out on like the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever. And he was crying cause he, he, he was right. crying and he, and he kept telling him he was tired and he tell, he kept telling him to push through and all that. That's a whole other thing. But, um, cause he got into it with the baby moms about that. Um, but he goes, Dwight, Dwight Howard is an odd dude. He goes viral about a lot of things. Thank you for a lot of things. And, and I want to talk about Amen. that too. And what my what I do in my personal life is nobody for Thank you. Business. Thank you. That, that, I so, just want you to answer so, that. No, no, I, 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 I keep I, going. It's go nobody is nobody business. Right. Man, listen. The Okay. So, he said it. It's none of your fucking business. And there were, I I can't find the other part of the interview, but there was more of the interview where he was like, "Now, well, now, now, now I me personally, I don't give a fuck." Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. That's why you brought him here. And I would be able to, I would almost be able to excuse it if he had brought up the sexual assault issue. But you didn't. And that's the, and that's kind of, it feels like it's being covered more for the wrong reasons, for the wrong reasons than the right ones. And that in itself, let me go ahead and, yeah, and that in itself is nasty work because, you know, I'll, I'll bring it up now. Stephen A. Smith went a completely different way with it. And my thing is you have to keep the same energy, dog. I realize it, it, because, because, you didn't, because you didn't keep the same energy when it was Ime Udoka. Mm-hmm. When he was cheating on... Nia Long, Nia right. Long. Because, there, because there was sexual harassment at the very least in question there because it was a, because staff, because it was a staff member. So there was a power imbalance. Yeah. Shout out to you niggas that actually went to the sexual harassment seminars at your job. Mm. Um, because there was a power imbalance there and he was a person with a degree of power in that organization, but you didn't cover it that way. Nobody at ESPN did actually, except the except the young lady, um, the cute young light skinned lady that y'all lambasted on first take because Stephen A. Smith is his fucking ego is why his forehead looks like that. Um, you just say anything, don't you? But sports entertainment, the way the news has covered them, it's just it, it it's nasty work, and it's and it shows what. That culture prioritizes 
We had they haven't even discussed the victim. Yeah. They're just more invested in always trying to out somebody's sexuality as a form of patriarchal control. Especially after they've stated it's after once he's stated on any platform that's none of your fucking business, the conversation should be over. Um, oh, they're celebrities. People are always I mean, going to. Well, if if there weren't sexual yeah, assault involved, I get you. I'm just saying, but people like to be in the, the celebrities' business, of course. Because, like, what'd you say when we were talking about the Real Housewives a couple weeks back? You like the drama, yeah, the interpersonal drama, right? Oh, the dating reality shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, and and that's fine. But once the once the individual has stated that. Because now we're in a, t- in a time where you kind of have to go roundabout about it and you have to just kind of ignore the question. Once somebody has stated it on a national platform like that, I think, I, I think that's the end of it. Nah, I'm telling you, man, that's when it begins. Like if, you, like if they came on here and, they, and, and I ask you something and you don't want to answer the question, when, when I first started doing like shit like the Oz Underground Project and shit like that, my interview style was very much, I'm just going to ask you some questions, and if you don't want to answer the question... You can just smile warmly and say, I don't want to answer the question. Why has it got to be a warm smile? It doesn't have it. It's about cold, to be fall. It, it could be a cold smile. Okay, that's cool. You can tell me I don't want to answer the question with a straight face. And, but yeah, just a, a reminder of just nasty work. Nasty, nasty work. Um, Let's see. I didn't really have much else for the main rundown. I don't um. Let us never forget that Stephen A. Smith is a child of Voldemort. He's he is a Death Eater. He is a Death Eater. I I I can't stress enough how corrosive the thing that Stephen A. Smith has become is to journalism culturally, is to sports entertainment culturally because. Sports entertainment is a black-centric thing. How freaked out would you be if you found out that my man was pulling a ghetto and Rush Limbaugh was up there? Shut up. On that note, (laughs) I think it's time for a break. We get. It's all right for my listeners that are caught up. That landed well for you. We're gonna let these. We're gonna let these kids run. We're gonna let these kids run that off. We've given them a lot of sugar. And we're going to let them run it off real quick and take a break. That shit would be crazy as fuck, bro. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Sober conversation for the least sober team in like, podcasting. Where's the scar? Where's the scar? Pour up. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, dog? What is so much sense. Can you just Listening tell me what's you, wrong with you? This thing's you had made so much sense in that moment. Like, he's pulling the ghetto. Oh, they up. got that nigga. They yeah, got him. I'm cutting the mics off. They, they got out of here. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are we are really just macking and hanging on this uh lovely Sunday afternoon. You know what I am looking forward to? This this cold front? Nigga. God damn it. Bruh. You guys are going to torment me with that. 
30 degrees, 40 degrees tomorrow, 30 degrees Tuesday, 30 degrees Wednesday. Man, go and get these mosquitoes the fuck out of here real quick. There are no mosquitoes. Lies. Look at my arms. You are a liar. You are a liar. You are a liar. Lies. You have a mosquito bite on your neck right there. What are you talking about? We don't know know that's a mosquito bite. (laughs) We don't know what this nigga does in the cloud room. (laughs) We don't know that. (laughs) Touche. We don't know. Touche. Um... Easy, Doctor Dude. Like, there's, I w- there's I w- nothing that happens in that room. <clears throat> nothing that you can talk about on, on the, the free show. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking super villain. Before like. we do the next segment, I want everybody to give me a food, a delicacy, a what, a whatever that. You have that you think that you think might be common, but you have never eaten. That I've, why would I have never eaten something? <laughs> there goes your social life. <laughs> hey, that, that's how you become a meme, buddy. <laughs> I don't say you setting yourself up. I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, a food that you've never eaten that you suspect is. Fairly common. Chocolate covered ants. The what? I'm very curious about the notion that insect candies have a lot of protein and are good, and I know for a fact that they're a delicacy in other parts of the world. Ants? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had them. I just haven't had the balls to try it yet, but chocolate covered ants. I was, I was younger when I did. Oh. In some parts of the world, they also do the the honey Gra- drop ants. I, I, I was gonna say uh, we also had the what was it caramel grasshoppers. Uh, well, so the the honey oh pot ants, the honey pot ants are actually still alive because they're making the fresh honey. I oh. can't think about that. I y'all went there. Well, you asked. We're cultured. I mean, y'all went there. Like I was gonna go. Uh, man, I'm I'm hella basic. Say turkey leg hut. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And that's the fourth Patreon reference this show. (laughs) All hell the king. (laughs) Um, I was going to, it occurred to me, I've never, I I was watching, you know, I watch all those uh, recipes and shit on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, once you turn 40. That's all you care about. And you start looking at those recipes. All that shit looks gratuitous. Not at all. It looks fat as. F- I mean, some. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of it looked like a slap, but some of that looked like a tummy ache, dog. Like some of that looked gratuitous as fuck. So the last week I was on social media, I saw a recipe for making homemade horchata. Okay, that that sounds like it hit, Bruh, I I'm going to try that before that this year like, is over. I'm with, pretty man. sure that hit. But anyway, I was I was watching a recipe. I think it was for uh, lobster mac and cheese. By the way, I gotta Ooh. find that guy again. Cause that that was some of the best food cinematography I've ever seen in my life. Lobster mac, lobster mac and cheese, and it occurred to me, I've never had lobster before. What? I've never had lobster. I failed you as a friend. I am sorry. I would never be any like I would never be anywhere where they even serve lobster. Ah, Houston has lobster food trucks. I have failed you as a friend. I am sorry. We I'm, can fix that next weekend, bro. It looked like. And I like when people started talking about lobster mac. I was like, they're putting it in the mac and cheese oh my, now. Just Mac has an awesome rendition yeah. of that. Are you? I have failed, and theirs has little bits of crawfish in it. I have failed you as a fucking friend. What? I, 
bro, look at me, brother. I am sorry. I love you. I see you. We will get this fixed. Oh, okay. Go ahead, cross that off your bucket list. I'm sorry. Okay. We're gonna right. get him. We're gonna you. get so he can. Ha- Man, you're gonna answer that question again after you've had lobster. Mac I've in never. Your had, mouth. I've That's never crazy. had lobster. Period. Like I've never eaten lobster before. That's terrible. Uh. Gotta fix that. Um. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. Might have like, a cooking segment next weekend, bro. Okay. Oh God, here we go with this again. All right. I'm just saying, dog. Um. Fix that. Uh, I, I, I wasn't heavily read into it, but I know it's going as long as I'm things I didn't get to or want to talk about, whatever. Um, I did see on the Twitters that, um, a food critic by the name of Keith Lee, apparently he was, uh, apparently he was trying out the, he had a lot to say about the restaurants in Atlanta. And, you know, he, I think he's one of these like, social media food critics or something. And he had a lot to say about the restaurants in Atlanta. And it sounds like, I'm going to be honest with you, sounds like what people, what some people say about a lot of restaurants here. Uh, it's a lot of mid. It's a lot of custom, terrible customer service. They all got that stupid fucking green wall. Um, uh, the service is ridiculous. They open when they feel like it. I know that's the thing in Atlanta that, they just be closed early and you don't know why. And, um, the, they don't have half the shit on the menu that they post on social media. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds like a, uh, did something I really would avoid getting shot, shot at, um, on social media about, but that sounds like it's not just Atlanta. (laughs) Sounds like, oh and oh and the and the rules and the dress codes be stupid. Sounds like it's becoming a cultural thing and not just an Atlanta thing. Can I say something unrelated but related that'll make you laugh? Yes. And we're not gonna spend too much time on that. All right, cool. I was chaperoning a dance. A kid walked up and for no reason at all I was like, You can't get in here with those shoes. <laughs> and his friends looked at him and they immediately didn't get- immediately looked at his shoes and was like, dude, we told you to wear the other one. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> the kid immediately cut his eyes at me and I was like, hey, man, you, you can't get in here with those shoes. And, and just for no reason at all, it, it was only because he was in the wrong last name line. They, yeah. They did. a. It, 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 I bet they missed. I bet they didn't even know that's also a Boondocks reference. I, I, I hate that. I hate that I'm old now. Man, the Boondocks is old, dog. Like, I, I, I can't believe it. I know. Oh, man. It's time for white people. Let's be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Man, you want to hear some funny shit. Mike Pence is done with these motherfuckers. Oh, now? Mike Pence withdrew from the race. He couldn't Old. qualify for the next debate. And he told, and, and when he found out, see, Larry Elder d- 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 threw all that fucking fit about they wouldn't let him in the debate and all that shit. Mike Pence told all y'all to suck a dick. Mike Pence don't need no more of this bullshit. And I'm not, and I'm not patting him on the back, but I do think it's funny that in all this shit that Trump has gone through, he has just been sitting back either waiting for it to be over or waiting for his moment to fucking quit. He, he, it's all over his face. 
I just think it's interesting that he ran in the first place. Like, you literally had a crowd of people saying, hang Dang. Mike Pence. With and the then he stuff, would come back and be like, so do you, you guys want to vote for me now? No. No. <laughs> no, they don't. They Nothing. built the structure outside of your office. Yeah. They had the rope. Bro, they was ready. That was some wild shit. I, I just thought that was hilarious. I love it when white people get sick of other white people. Like, I, I, I keep telling y'all, I told y'all last week, rich white treachery will always win at the end of the day. I, but, like, right now, if, an, if for no other reason right now, especially, that's kind of why I don't know why you don't pod just a little more about politics, because it's so real housewives right now. Mental health, man. I can't, oh I can't do it. Like, <laughs> there's so much. I, I, I got to keep this, my, I'm 40, man. I, I, I'm 40. I got to keep my blood pressure down. I, <sighs> I hear you, dog. I just, I don't know, man. I got an old man that listens to Fox News and a young lady that listens to fucking the Democratic version of Fox News. It's just, it's a lot. So I hear a lot. I'm just like, what is happening? How did these people get in the office? Do we have a speaker in the house yet? No. Well, actually, I think we just elected one. But he's not, he's not a good pick and he has an an oddly uh, secret black son. So Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Yeah, the young people didn't get it. It's cool. <laughs> they didn't. It was a good song back in the day. It was, it was a good song then. Yeah. <laughs> the young people didn't get it. It's okay. It's okay. Nah, it's, it's actually Mike Johnson. But this okay. dude already has some shit going on. They're like, why do you have like this random black kid? So, about. other thing, other thing that happened with white people actually happened here in Houston. Uh-huh. Um, A man named, uh, a former... Allegedly, a former law enforcement officer. Um, I have worked with these people, so I always I have worked with these kind of people. So I always say allegedly. Whenever they tell you they're a former some shit, they always want you to think that they're fucking um, Hobbs and Shaw, but they're really Kevin Hart from Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Aww. <laughs> and so, because this guy, I can just tell from the bat from the from the patches, he is a security guard in Stafford. Um. Uh, my time at Evil Corp. I know patches and badges too well. A man named David Tupper. Where? Stafford. S- stop it. A man named David Tupper um, was at a gas station um, hurling racial slurs at a black woman. Oh, yeah. That was, that was uh, filming. That was Where was that? Uh, West Airport in 59. Oh, that's nearby. Okay. Um, I thought I recognized this place. Um, I, I I have the audio here, actually. Let's see if I can get the audio going. I will. Okay. Fuck away from you, classic. What you got to do? I, I tell you what. You have... I'm a stupid nigger, everybody. Yeah, I'm a she stupid is a nigger. stupid nigger. He hit my place. Ooh. I'm a stupid nigger. Go fix your car. Stop honking at people when you don't need to. Shut your bitch ass. But you are nigger trash. Okay. Woo. Okay. All right. Keep talking. I will. Okay. Fuck away from me, you classic bitch. What you gotta do? I I tell you what. I'm a stupid nigger, everybody. Yeah, she is a stupid nigger. He hit my plate. I'm a stupid nigger. Fix your car. Stop honking at people when you don't need to. Shut your bitch ass. So. Um, that hard are hard. I, yes, he did. Yes, he did. 
let me tell you something. Napoleon Dynamite came all the way from the future on a bike because he has his bike helmet um, and these uh, Reno 911 shorts on to call this woman a classless bitch. Oh, he does. Have, okay, he is armed. Never mind. I was going to say this was supposed to end in a fight. Um, That ER was something serious. Double down on it. I have not heard. I have not heard an, an ER that hard in a while. In a in quite some time. And um, I believe they're looking for this dude. Cause I, I mean, he's on social media. Um, he's not hard to find. But they are looking for this dude. And there are a few TikTokers that are like building a case because apparently one they're like there was a tiktoker like that has had a run-in with this guy and he looks like that guy that if you live in stafford and you you know you you go to work at this gas station frequently and you see you you see certain people in your neighborhood pretty regularly he looks like this guy he looks like that guy that is that we all know is racist and we're waiting for a meltdown um the dude from john reacher jack reacher correct I I feel like Napoleon Dynamite came a long way from the future to harass this black woman. No, this is Kip Dynamite. Never mind. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite's dorky brother. No, he liked black women. Yeah, married one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just, I don't, like, the older I get, the the more curious I am. And I I don't really understand where that's coming from. Maybe it's because I, I don't know. But, like, I I just want to get all of these hateful motherfuckers together. And before I push the button that sends them into the sun, I just want to ask questions. I kind of want to, I want to understand, not, I just want to unpack where these thought processes come from, right? Like, mm-hmm. why? What was the aim? What do you, a person who have nothing to gain from this person not paying attention to you, gain? Right. Where does this malice come from? Last I checked, if we're if we're leaning into the the race relations of it all, you're still up a couple hundred. On Correct. Me. So I, I got a hand up because I don't understand. And it it's it's annoying, and it's annoying. What's annoying for me is that they're starting. It feels like they're starting to single black women out, and I could. There are better minds than me that could pontificate about why that is other than black women just generally being the least protected in our society. Um, I think it frustrates them that black women are getting better jobs. Black women have more mobility, more class mobility than they previously have had. And that's crazy. It felt like, it feels like, see, it's easy to do this shit. It's easy and hard to do this shit with black men because a lot, because there are black men out here that have nothing to lose and will fuck you up. (laughs) There are black men, not all, but there are some black men that have been held down enough on a societal level for whatever reason, systemic racism, that goes into maybe um, the, the the correctional system, all that, all that. My job ain't good enough to be worried about getting fired. And we'll fuck him up. 
So it's easy and hard to make that decision. Black women are coming up in the world. Black women are, are holding us down on intellectual levels. Black women are at the, at the forefront when, uh, when Hollywood comes calling. Um, and that can be frustrating for a racist white man who, from what I can tell, is not well off himself and sees a target that represents everything he hates about where black women, about black women and where they're headed in our society. And he singled her out. Now, the tail end of that video, as a Houstonian, I know that when the when the when the when the gravelly aspect of the of the voice comes over the black woman, hands could very well be thrown. You and the only run forest, run forest, run. And the only thing that prevented that is that, from what I can tell, it looks like this man has a gun. Um, the TikTokers are looking for him, and we all know social media is a bunch of detectives. Best in the world. So they gonna so they gonna have this wrapped up, and not only that, they gonna find some shit on him. Shout out to open source intelligence. He gonna have. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He gonna have a. They gonna find out he got a 15 year old under his belt. Ooh. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's not just this. It's not just him saying nigger. I guarantee he got. He got some shit under his belt. I'm just telling you. That's how it usually works. Uh, last thing I wanted to go over. Uh, they'll, these two will appreciate this little bit of news. So, Bleach, um, the character, I want to make sure I'm getting this right, Yuroichi, mm-hmm. black woman. So, they hired a black woman originally to, to they went on and got a black woman to voice her. For the English dub. Yes. For the English dub, right? Then the neckbeards lost their fucking shit because a black woman was doing an anime character's voice and why does that matter and uh they're and they're they're just pandering to the niggers and uh it's more of this diversity this diversity nonsense and they're just going to fuck up bleach like they fucked up Star Wars and the studio I believe fired her. Well, she'd already recorded everything, and then they went back to the original, the original voice person, voice actor from the original series from like the ten year run that Bleachwood had right prior to. So, and I hate seeing that because I hate because this happens all the time in comics in in the comic book world. They come up with a they come up with a legacy character they come up with a a, a new diverse character to accompany a long time a long time popular usually white character and they go in a more diverse direction and the neckbeards and the incels lose their shit and 
very quietly the title gets canceled after like eight issues or something. Yeah. And I hate, 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 hate that these studios and these companies are so afraid of losing readership and viewership that they kowtow and kneel before the neckbeards and the fucking losers and the incels because the incels and the losers and the neckbeards nine times out of 10 weren't watching those, weren't watching those shows or reading those books in the first place. If it's anything like comics, they're usually not reading the comic they're complaining about to begin with. And the sales, and, and, and once they get rid of said character, the sales reflect that. You didn't give a you didn't give enough of a fuck about Captain Marvel in the first place to be whining about Miss Marvel. You don't. You you didn't. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck about you didn't give enough of a fuck about this run of Spider Man to be complaining about Miles Morales. And I guarantee, if it's again, I don't know for a fact, and I'm not in those anime circles online because they're so fucking toxic. But if I were to guess. Nine times out of ten, those motherfuckers aren't watching Bleach like that in the first place. I mean, Bleach is very popular, so that's so it's entirely possible it goes the other way. I'm just again, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, uh, there was so there was more f- fallout that happened after the voice actress announced that um, the original voice actress was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people. We're just like, hey, you know, that sucks, but I get it, blah, 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 blah. Because we loved Yorichi's voice actor the first in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it would have been cool if you got it. You're still a really cool person. Hope your career ends up well. A lot of people doing like well-wishing type sure. things like that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, the original voice actress oh, got boy. upset with people giving condolences to no. who was supposed to be a replacement. She was like, oh, so fuck me. Like, I didn't make Yorichi popular in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Bro. Oh. Bro, so now, now people are like, actually, you used to be cool, and then you didn't shut the fuck up. And then you pulled <laughs> this bullshit. So now fuck you. Because <laughs> oh, what you're man. not about to do is come on we were this that. black woman's post and talk shit to so many people. We were trying to put, we were trying to cheer you on and say that both of y'all could eat and, you know, wish her well and keep supporting you. Exactly. And everybody could, and everybody could be peaceful. And then you started talking shit. That's, that's how it always ends up. It always ends up with somebody talking too much shit. It, I'm telling you, it's every, every bit of, nonsense drama that happens online happens because somebody could have shut the fuck up. I was telling somebody this, the first rule of the internet. I say this all the time. First rule of the internet. You can always say nothing. You can always reserve the right to say nothing. Sometimes what I like to do is type out my very planned out and in-depth response. And right before I hit send, I look at who I'm responding to and evaluate whether they have the comprehension skills to even understand the verbiage that I've used in my post. And I realize 98% of the time they do not. And so therefore I just hit delete or I screenshot it and save it for my own personal amusement. 
I mean, you're all describing reasons why I'm not on social media. And you I, know why I'm on social media. I enjoy my. I yeah. Uh, all right. I'm on social media to promote right, this podcast. Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> all the stories will intertwine to one. Fuck. It'll all make sense, guys. Just join Patreon. Um. Yeah, I I'm on social media mostly to um, collect these stories to put on the rundown and uh, promote this podcast. And promote my other things. Um, Send your racist stories, your real-life racist encounters, along with your listener letters, questions for myself, Euphonic, Fluent, or any other member of our family, my team that you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswhileblack.com. Also, please log on to opinionswhileblack.com so you can learn Ways to get in touch with us, more information about Houston's most savage podcast, ways to buy merch, and of course, ways to become a patron. No tiers above ten dollars. Uh, we got one. We got one dollar. We got five dollars. We got eight dollars. It's very affordable. You get bonus content, exclusive merch. You get uh, Discord access. Um, Chef, I think I figured out what the problem is with your Discord app. Um, and, uh, yeah, a um, bunch of other stuff to come later. Um, stay tuned. We will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the top three STFUs and other other things. You are listening to Houston, the third leg of our show. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage podcast. Pour up. Remember, you matter. You do matter. We're back. We're black. We're opinionated. We're having a good time. We're having a good time on a Sunday afternoon. I'm working on my Christmas gift list. We had some good guy talk. Some good, uh, mostly not toxic uh, guy talk. Um, did I have anything? I feel, it feels like I left something out of the rundown, but that's fine. And we'll get to it. We'll get to it next week, I guess. Um uh, listener letters. I do have some listener response. Hey, uh, engagement. Ryan, uh, Ryan Gabriel. He was uh, in ter- um, in terms of the um, uh, conflict in Gaza. When we were discussing that, uh, he was like, "Yo," um, and comparing it to uh, uh, massacres that happened uh, among Black people here in here in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, he says, you also have to remember that all those black massacres that happened post Reconstruction were considered were considered wars by the people who committed them. Uh, capture of land and goods was just part of it. Capture of land and goods was a lot of the narrative. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, of course, they were racist and they would they did want to keep us under heel, but like the like even like especially post Reconstruction. Um, 
the Confederacy lost and they didn't like it. And the resources that went towards reconstruction, uh, they definitely felt that that was their hard-earned spoils that they deserved. Um, uh, I think we had some. Let's see. Uh, oh, thinking about the five heartbeats. Uh, I think that might be about the Jacksons, especially with the brother messing with the other brother's wife. Michael probably singing, who is it about the situation? Um, fun, f- <laughs> fun fact, um, the Five Heartbeats was based on uh, the group uh, The Dells, um, loosely based. Um, I don't know if one brother was fucking the other brother, or fucking the, other, the brother's wife, but uh, I know a lot of their rise and f- the rise and fall of the five heartbeats was very was was definitely based on the Dells, um, uh, which was and I I would go look them up. Uh, my dad listened to a lot of that, um, so I was exposed to a lot of that. Um, I was actually watching the five heartbeats the other day, and. I think about a lot of the shit that happened in the five heartbeats as a, as a grown man that I missed out on as a kid, you kind of saw some of the, you remember some of the highlights, but some of that shit didn't register as a grown man. And I always wondered how long was the brother fucking the brother, the other brother's wife, because she definitely said that she had been after him. And if I found out that they were, that they had been fucking and it didn't occur to me that when he brought her the love letter when they were younger and she said, I don't think you should come, you should come around here anymore, it was probably because she was trying to fuck JT. I realize that now as a grown man. Oh, no. Nah. Well, so, like, again, was an early bloomer, so I was tracking that kind of rub up when I was 16. That's some wild shit. I'm telling you. Like, that... Five Heartbeats went through a lot when you think about it. All the motherfuckers went through a lot. The the preacher's son turned into a hoe. You see how you see that shit? Talk about talk about you can call me rock. And she was like, why? And he had to start whispering in her ear and shit. Come on, man. Five Heartbeats went through a bunch of shit. Um uh the nigga from Justice League. He was trying to. He was trying. He was trying to figure out how to how to that. There he was trying to figure out a place to go to a, ho- a hotel and get his wife an abortion. Real world problems, man. Fam, it was so much that went over my fucking head as a child. But that was like my favorite movie that I knew backwards and forwards. Some wild shit. I never and never put it together. Well, I did put it together that they, that they killed the manager, but. Of course they, of of course he did. But I was like, he killed him with a garbage truck. <laughs> Ran over with a garbage truck, dog. Like that was some wild shit. Anyway, anyway, I could do, I could go on all day. I could do a separate podcast about the five heartbeats. But uh, thank you, Ryan Gabriel, for uh, sparking that little discussion. It's time for the top three STFUs. Yeah. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three, Summer Walker. Oh, oh no. 
My my favorite fine dumbass. Summer Walker was on social media making fun of Krishan um, and her mothering skills. She did a little video where she was like imitating Krishan and doing one of her um, uh, blue faces, baby mama, uh, and doing one of uh, it was some live that she did, but she was she was uh, doing the video, but she had this little this little uh, baby doll. But she would like put it on her head and act like she didn't know where the baby was. She'd hold the baby like a clutch purse and just basically insinuating that um, Krishan is a terrible is a terrible mother. Krishan is not a t- okay. And this is where we have to have some grace. And this is where we talk a lot about the village. There's two things I want to point out here, and two reasons she should shut the fuck up. One, that's not helping. That's not helping. That's not, especially somebody where you're in the same age range as that person. You too are a single mother. That's not helping. That's not village. That's not community. And Krishan don't really do nothing to nobody except, you know, except herself and Blueface. Um, Krishan don't do nothing to nobody and she ain't do nothing to you. Why? Why? And that's not helping in terms of this woman doesn't need to be made fun of further because she wants help and she wants to be a good mother. She wants guidance. And the fact that you're ahead of her in the, even if a little bit in the single mother game, um, this is one of those moments where you should be reaching out to your sister. That's your, that's your village mate dog. Like that is, I, I, mean, I just, it, that's nasty work. The other reason and, I'll, and, 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 then, and and then you can get your shit off. The other reason, you, if you really want to play that game, you are not playing with a strong enough hand to call anybody a terrible mother because I remember, I remember a year and a half ago during the pandemic, you were the one telling, every, telling everybody that the, that, the fucking, um, that the fucking vaccine turned people into mutants and that you could feed your baby for $12 a week off of three peas and a fucking pear. <laughs> I recall my time <laughs> talking about talking about talking about people doing pro, talking about people in the, uh, uh talking about people uh that that can only afford Similac talking about oh y'all eat that processed stuff Summer Walker you are processed you are a BB, you are a BBL and a boob. You are processed. Oh no. What the fuck are you talking about? You are not playing with a strong enough hand to pass judgment on anybody else. That's nasty work. That girl ain't do nothing. That girl ain't do nothing to you. And I promise, Krishan looked like she could fight. So I guarantee she could fuck you up. You would and also, oh God. It's it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. With all the shit that we that we put up with you in your group chat about with Lund- with London and then that nigga named Larry, who's who you whose name you got tattooed on your fucking eyelid before he left. No, 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 hell no! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Are you kidding me? 
A dumbass. I, oh my god. I she I I love her. I'm and, I, and I'm mad because I'm such a fan. I I love her music and she's fine, but she's stupid. God damn, she dumb. Turn on the light. She won't even know. God, I I swear I know she went to school somewhere where they where they don't have notebooks. They just have rocks and they they just have rocks and sticks to write on. God, she's stupid. I wish she weren't so stupid. Number two is New York Mayor Eric Adams. Again. <laughs> Eric Adams we, might be one of the worst human beings, one of the dumbest mayors walking the face of the earth ever. Again. Certainly in the history of New York. And it's hard to be a worse mayor than Bloomberg. It's hard. But Eric Adams going to try. This nigga said God called him. This nigga fits his mouth to say that God called him to be mayor. Okay, Homelander. There's two problems with that. The first one is God did not call you to make fun of to make fun of people losing their losing their livelihoods and their property in the floods. No, it's talking about it's talking about it's going to be a lot of fucking going on. Two, God did not. We vote for mayors. You were voted on. People <laughs> called you. People called you to be mayor. Now, I question the judgment of those people, but they called you nonetheless. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? And guess what? Everybody who has ever run for a public office says that God called them to do it. So he's lying to most of y'all. Well, Mike Pence said God called him to stop running for office, so maybe. Well, he got that one right. <laughs> maybe God <laughs> could give him another call. Well, he got that one right. <laughs> you know, he, so he, so he, maybe he went the right direction on that one. Eric Adams just says shit because it sounds good. I swear he does. He's that manager at your job. He's that manager at your job that don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's the assistant manager that just happens to be cool with the manager and been there long enough that they had to pro- that they had to promote him to justify paying him more because they had to pay him more. Eric Adams, you are the worst. And we've and I'm, I'm from Texas. We've had some bad mayors and governors in our day. But if I had to live here and you came here to be to be mayor, governor, anything, I'd kill myself. Oh no. We already have to deal with Abbott. You can survive. I'm just barely. Just barely. It's time for him to go. It's been time for him. Run his ass off, please. Sick of him and Urcott. Anyway, Eric Adams, you shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And the number one person who should shut the fuck up, somebody I never thought I'd have on this list, on this podcast, ever. Goes by the name of Pastor Mason Bethla, <laughs> aka Mace. Mace, oh God, and y'all gonna make me look this up too, because y'all have to hear the stupid shit he said. Mace was on a podcast. I don't know if it was him and Cam's podcast, but he was on a podcast. Maybe Stephen A. Smith was there. It, it, this just sounds like the kind of fuckery Stephen A. Smith would be present for. Um, 
because or Rush Limbaugh. Uh, there's there's very little difference actually. Um, See, he's catching it. He's catching it. Stephen A. Smith and Mace were talking about the Dwight Howard situation. Of course they were. And Stephen A. Smith already had some dumb shit to say. Uh, let me see if I can act. Actually, I'm going to see if I can pull this up. Because this nigga's ridiculous. I still don't understand who gave Cam and Mace a show. A, a, a show. I really don't understand. I don't. Somebody has to explain to me. And a sports show. Two niggas, two niggas with questionable careers from Harlem talking about Dwight Howard is already nasty work. But basically, he went on a rant and was like, you know, the women have to stop caping for the LGBT people and saying that who they fuck in their spare time or who they or who they fuck in their off time is none of their business. Yes, it is. Who I'm in the, who who you're in the closet with is none of, is none of our business. Yes, it is. That alone is the most problematic shit. Now he says now he said some other shit on the sexual assault side. Which I, you know, it, it, like I said, if this if it's sexual assault involved, the nigga got to sit down. So I don't have anything else to say about that. But framing this in that the LGBT community, in particular trans transgender people and gay men, don't have a right to privacy is nasty work because in, in making the jokes that you and Stephen A. Smith and Cam are all making, you are contributing to why black men or black transgenders want to keep these things in the closet. And what you don't realize is that yes, you were not encouraging harm towards anyone, but any, but any, but most ridicule, Translates into translates into encouraging a culture of harm mm -hmm. because you're making light of it, so nobody's going to think anything of it when someone harms these people. And transgender people are dying from this. They are dying from this. Black, especially is and, and especially black transgender people who already go who we all who they already go unreported and marginalized and underreported in the news. So what you thought you were doing, you may have thought it was harmless, but we don't live in an era where things can be harmless anymore. I, it's sad to say that. Also, I, I, I just, can we, can we get Puff to take his publishing back again? Whatever that publishing he paid him, can we get that nigga to take his publishing back? He don't deserve it. He don't deserve it. God damn. Puffy just got right with you. Nigga, you don't deserve whatever, whatever it is he paid you, whatever hundreds of dollars he paid you in publishing, you don't deserve it. And, and Cam? Cam need not have an opinion about anything ever again. You are the nigga that fumbled Juju. That woman was fine and you fumbled it. You don't get to have a credible opinion about anything ever again. You are a court <laughs> jester, sir.
I'm they don't know who I'm talking about because they haven't seen that woman. He I'm Googling. Fucked off, he fucked off a fine-ass woman. God damn, she fine. Uh, Juju, he was with her for a long time. He was with her for a long time, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden you heard, oh, we had a good run. Oh, we had a good run. We just got tired, whatever, whatever. And then she went on to elevate and and fuck better looking niggas, um, get a de- get her degree. She always had some credible artistic shit popping off. Uh, she was acting. She ever, like her whole life elevated once she got rid of Cam. And sometimes you just have to recognize holding yourself to standards, or something, or something. <laughs> Cam, like Cameron, is the least. I don't. That's why I don't understand why his shit is so popular. Cameron might be the least credible nigga in hip hop. I mean, no, there's probably less credible. There's I, there, there's some there's some opinions I won't take from some people. But he's, I will say, he, yeah. Um, 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 Trinidad James. Uh, no, Trinidad James got a degree. Um, okay. No. Things fuck I this. didn't know. Um, yeah, all the, them niggas from that ratchet era, him, 2 chains, a bunch of them, they all matriculated. Uh, Cam did not. Cam is the least credible nigga in Harlem. And considering ASAP Rocky is from Harlem, that's saying a lot. Mason Bethel got to get the fuck out of here with this homophobic bullshit because because this is exactly the reason that the community frowns on that that their community frowns on straight black men. This is what puts straight. This is what keeps straight black men out of the paint. Basically, when they say straight black men are the white people of black people, shit like what Mace is saying is what they're talking about. That's what they're talking about. And and and, be, and and I'm I'm so hard on it and I'm picking on it so hard because he didn't say any because even though what he said and what the the culture that he contributed to is nasty work, it it's something that you can hear in any male space. Not any male space, because you're not gonna hear that here. But you can hear that in any common male space. You can hear that in the barbershop. This is the kind of shit they be talking. That was that's barbershop quote unquote locker room talk, and this idea that black manhood is in such danger. Like Young Jock the other week was talking about he don't want to perform for gay people because he don't want them looking at him with lustful eyes. What, Young Jock? Yeah, with the perm. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, Gay men that on, young child? Yeah, he got the with the stud auntie haircut. Yes. Okay. Uh, that I mean, of, that kind of shit is what contributes to this uh, irrational fear of queer culture because them niggas ain't thinking about you. You're in. A, first of all, young Jock is in a heterosexual marriage that he is also fucking off. By fucking his castmates. That woman fine too. That woman, that woman, he fucking over fine too. Uh, I don't know where he got her. Is that how you want to get DJ envied? Because that's how you get DJ envied. You know what? Let me first of all let me do this. Let me do a shut the fuck up for Mace and Young Jock real quick. Shut the fuck up. 
And let me do. Let me go ahead while while Euphonicton brought it up, and we can wrap up here and do a bonus. Shut the fuck up for Erica Mena. Uh, Erica Mena has decided that with that with DJ Envy looking bad out here, uh, and he looking real bad. Um, Power one hundred and five and iHeart just started deleting episodes of the Breakfast Club where he basically tells on himself and Caesar in this real estate scam. Smart. Erica Mena didn't decide to go on somebody's podcast or somebody's uh, YouTube show or whatever and cry about when DJ Envy was uh, was cheating on his wife with her and how oh she didn't know until her until his wife called and came to her as a woman and 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 all that bullshit. First of all, stop going to these women as a woman. Stop doing that. Stop that. You're not gonna get it. You're not getting any closure. Unless you're going to fight them, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Unless you're going to fight them, shut the fuck up and, 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 and leave that nigga. Like, take, take it up with that nigga. Stop coming. I'm coming to you as a woman. Quit that shit. Nothing good comes from it. And, you, and, all, the, and all the answers you're going to get are shit that you already knew or already suspected, and it's only going to make you feel worse. Stop that. Stop it. <laughs> now, Erica Mena. You mean to tell me that you fixed your face to call a dark-skinned black woman, a dark-skinned West Indian woman, a fucking blue monkey? They got you the fuck out of the paint, kicked you off of love and hip-hop, and you used your, what little resources and Tubi money you have to reach out to some nigga who I don't know why he had you on his shit, and so you could cry about something we already knew about you from years ago and fake cry them, them, them alligator tears you've been working on on that stupid-ass stepmother movie with Marcus Houston? Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face with these crocodile tears. Do you understand that DJ Envy and Cesar Pena are in a real serious moment for people that like comedic funny things we are too busy laughing at these dumb niggas we do not have time for you to be centering yourself in something that one you signed up for and you didn't feel bad about him fucking around on his wife until now until the apology to her happened you just want you just you just want another you just it's like a microwave. You just want to push that minute button on your fifteen minutes that is already up. Mine's only thirty seconds, and we're not having, and we are not having it. Erica Mena, you you evil you evil racist wench, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You are a nasty. You are nasty work. You are a nasty evil wench who has nothing to show for herself but a baby by Safari and OnlyFans and whatever coconut oil Safari's selling this week. Shut the fuck up. Please shut the entire special edition three-disc DVD fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Do you remember it on Dave Chappelle? Shut the fuck up until you have no more fucks to shut. Charlie Murphy is doing true Charlie Murphy stories. <laughs> And he's talking about Rick James, and they're crushing him out on the couch. And he's like, oh, you evil, hateful, <laughs> stupid, dark motherfuckers. Twin, never gave you niggas money. Twin brother darkness. If he'd have just ended it with that, I'd have loved it. They should have never gave that bitch money. <laughs> I just, that's nasty work, man. 
Oh, fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck her and everybody who looked like her. Damn. God damn. See? Why did you why did you give her a and I blame Safari? Why did you give her a baby to bring it so that now she's stuck in the culture for 18 years? The fuck is wrong with you? Oh man, I blame them both, bro. Oh. Y'all, did we do a podcast? Told you it was gonna be up. Y'all, thank you so much. Um, as always, y'all are a fantastic audience. Uh, thank these niggas for sliding through. Thank Fluence Airbnb guest. Uh, he's he's he too is a fan. Um, I, I, the love is real, man. Like like the audience. If the audi- if we can make the audience bigger, that's great. But the love is real. The love is real. The listenership is real. Um, the engagement is real. Do not keep opinions while black a secret. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Play it loud in your car. Um, take your headphones off at work. I would get fired, sir. <laughs> Same. Oh, well, okay. Same. Do you know the shit that I say on this podcast? Same. That's true. That's true. You are correct. I mean, y'all say some shit too, but Same. the shit that I say. Fair enough. Fair enough. You are correct. Same. Um, keep if your it, headphones on. <laughs> keep your headphones on. And don't look at me at work once you start hearing what I say. I'll say. Now, some of my coworkers listen, so there's these, that. Because yeah. these niggas have real jobs. Shout that, out to Dan and Delicia. Because these niggas have real jobs that are worth keeping. Um, please don't judge them and please don't put them on blast. Uh, I need them to keep their funding uh, so we can keep, so we can keep doing this. Uh, It's been real and we're going to be here. We're going to be here to help y'all get through it. Um, uh, Church announcements. Anybody, anybody y'all church announcements. Uh, Hug your dad, kiss your mother. Hug your dad, kiss your mother. Uh, No, I'm, I'm pretty good. There's no announcements over here. Outstanding. We'll be back next week with more foolishness, more fuckery. Y'all know who we are. We are Houston's Most Savage Podcast. This has been episode, what, 240? Yeah. Yes. God damn. This has been episode 240 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. Frequent conversations will fill your heart with joy. Did you just read that Fortune 50? <laughs> <laughs> I want to read a fortune. <laughs> oh, you funny. <laughs> How about another fortune? Secondfortune.com. Turn it over, Flume. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment is the daily triumph of integrity over skepticism. <laughs> The fluent one. And as always, forever in parting, titties. What the fuck is wrong with you? Holy shit. Y'all are outrageous. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. Oh.